Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio and... This is Sheila Day Shaver from Southwest Missouri. And Becca Harrison. And you're listening to Total Wellness Radio. Yes. With the Wyoming Health Freedom. Thank you. Welcome. We have another special guest, Miss Shayla. Shayla is interning with Country Doctor this week to learn uh, how to bring nutritional kinesiology, nutritional therapy to Green River and Rock Springs, Wyoming. So welcome, yes. Shayla. Thank you. This is a very exciting uh, discussion, and it's also one that's uh, pretty heated at times, can be. There seems to be pros and cons on both sides of it. We're talking about, you know, our health freedoms in this country, uh, those freedoms being uh, literally under attack in many ways from different angles. Um, I know that Wyoming Health Freedom primarily focuses uh, on, but you'll correct me if I'm wrong, on the realm of like vaccines and things of that, mandated Mm -hmm. uh, pharmaceutical health uh, care type things. So so vaccines are, I think, the primary thing, but... But also, uh, yeah, what are the, the primary threat? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So, uh, share with the folks uh, on our Facebook page, you know, what Wyoming Health Freedom is, how it got started, what your role is with it, and most importantly, how they can benefit from it by yeah. being be involved with you. So, definitely. Um, well, where do I start? Basically, Wyoming Health Freedom is a grassroots organization. We're nonpartisan, and it was started by Christy Turney. Mm. Um, who is my fearless leader. She's so awesome. And um, she started, I believe, in 2018. We are a baby organization. Like, we just voted to file for our 501c4. So we are really new. And um, just kind of establishing our structures and getting volunteers and everything. Um, But basically, how I was led to them is um after which i would love to tell you more of my testimony but basically after i found out um the science and everything behind vaccines and decided that um they one were not for me anymore i was not i'm not Mm anti-vaccine i used to get all of them Mm -hmm. i used to happily get all my boosters once I was married to my husband because he's military Mm -hmm. but I've also had like every autoimmune condition you can imagine at one point I was on 20 meds at a time and I was told I'd never have kids and then I finally you were actually the start of my journey I um, found out that true healing is not from the traditional MD doctors they're basically good for stapling you back up and stuff and but food really is Mm -hmm. the true healing and so I healed all my health issues my doctors took me off at all my meds I have not been on a single med for like three years wow and yeah and I got pregnant with my son and so when I since I thought I would never have kids, like we literally gave up after eight years of infertility. Mm-hmm. And um, then I, so he was my miracle baby. I basically took it serious the way that the women in the Bible do. And so two mom friends urged for me to research vaccines right before I was supposed to get my prenatal vaccines. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got I definitely gotta take you guys serious. 
And then once I learned um, about everything and not only how autoimmune diseases are created in the body, but how a vaccine's designed to work, I knew that's where all my health issues came from sure. initially, especially because I was my mom's healthiest kid all the way growing up, but then because I was homeschooled, so I wasn't vaccinated. But then I wanted to go to high school and we had to catch me up on all my vaccines. Oh, wow. And that's when my health plummeted. So that also is why we're really against um, a lot of these states that are doing mandates are mm -hmm. for um, really crazy catch-up schedules mm -hmm. to get kids compliant. That's mm -hmm. really dangerous. And I know personally from being caught up myself, I mean, they my RA were off the charts in high school. They thought I had lupus. Um, they've diagnosed me with every kind of autoimmune condition, and now I'm stuck with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. Even all the um, food and and healing of my body, that's the one thing that, which after I learned how everything works, I was like that, because for a long time I didn't believe fibromyalgia was real. And now I strongly believe it is a vaccine injury. Mm -hmm. And so, and then what really tipped it over is when I learned about the live aborted fetal cells in the vaccines. Mm -hmm. That's when it hit me, my Christian side of my heart. And that's when God started calling me into it as a ministry to witness to moms and other adults about what's truly in them and that they have like a choice and everything. And then I found Christy and um, she was like, yeah, if we meet eye to eye on our mission, as far as like what, if, if you'll agree to the way we do things, then I would love to take you under my wing. And I was like, yes, please. I don't want to be alone. Cause I thought I was going to be all alone, like starting the first group in Wyoming. And I just went to look and make sure that there were no other groups. And that's how I found her. And I was like, yes, please. And so then the side that I got pushed into that I don't really consider the ministry side is the activism and lobbying mm -hmm. simply because I was the only one living in the capital and I didn't even vote for the last six or eight years because the, the political machine was too overwhelming for me mm -hmm. and now I'm like learning the ins and outs of like the political system like I never thought I would so it's just crazy and the funny sense of humor God has for how he pushes your life into different directions that you said you never would go. And didn't you and one of our representatives, Clarence Stiver and Christy and some other folks, didn't you guys have kind of a, a, a semi-win, so to speak, with the governor here yeah. recently? Yeah. yeah. Share with everybody that because I, I thought that was, uh, that was very encouraging. Yeah, we did. So, um, okay, so Wyoming actually is in a very good position um, compared to other states because our legislation didn't want to deal with vaccine mandates so they pushed it off into the hands of the health department so the health department who are unelected unelected yep can make any rule changes they want and then all it does is go before the governor and he decides whether to sign it or veto it so we fought for probably four four or five months covid kind of like messed everything up we fought to get a meeting with him. 
And we finally got a meeting with him. And this is kind of funny. Um, we made up a whole packet, including petition signatures, all of our resources, everything. And I think what tipped it over is we included a Wyoming Supreme Court case. I forget who it was versus. I should have brought that with me. But um, it was a, a case of um, to where they could never like do these certain mandates. And we brought that court case up, or we, we put it in the packet. So actually, like the day before our meeting, he had the health department like basically scrap the rules and he basically vetoed it and so wow. it was already vetoed before we even went into the meeting with him wow yeah that's yeah. really good news and then like thank god we have uh um i always get it mixed up we have a physician's assistant mm-hmm volunteering for us and then we have a nurse on our board mm-hmm. and then we have a, spe- a licensed speech pathologist that works with kids with neuro um, development issues we have all three of these gals volunteering for us and we chose we had them do the speaking for us in the meeting so basically the governor he now knows we're not just a bunch of homeschool moms like we have actual medical professionals yeah helping us out in our sure. organization yeah so that's pretty cool i've never been against vaccines and just the stuff they put in them yeah. you know the adjuvant factors that they put especially aluminum in 60 to 80 percent and all they're using that for is to enhance the body's uh, uptake and, and immune system response that's all they're, they're putting that in there for yeah. the problem is is that they're artificially stimulating an immune system that now we have over 160 different autoimmune diseases because of yes because of this artificial stimulation that's taking place and the the very toxic substances they use in these in these vaccines so yeah and yeah don't you can't even get me started on aluminum oh my gosh so you guys all know about aluminum that it's one of the worst neurotoxins in, in in the world, almost worse that they're now finding than mercury. And there's a doctor, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she's mm-hmm. awesome. She's mm-hmm. got like four doctorates. She has a team that they've been working on it for a few years now on adding, I think they, I'm sure they have the list done um, by now, but they've been adding up all the ingredients on the current vaccine schedule by the time our kids go into kindergarten. Um, they have, uh, by the time our kids go into kindergarten, they've gotten 12,000 micro, no, kindergarten, they've gotten 7,000 micrograms of aluminum. And by the time they're 18, they have gotten over 18,000 micrograms of aluminum Mm -hmm. when the toxic amount is what 25 micrograms Mm -hmm. per pound Mm -hmm. and um there plus they're doing it at such ages where it crosses the blood-brain barrier we're one of only uh, like a handful like one of only one or two countries on the entire planet that allow any type of vaccines with these types of substances prior to the age of two yeah. And they're trying to get these kids right when they're from birth before they leave as newborns with their initial injections before they even leave. You know, they're not even a week old. Yeah. And there's other countries that have they've known this science. It exists. It's validated. They've proven it. 
that the blood-brain barrier does not start to develop protection until after the age of two years old. And they're getting 49 different shots by the age of two. In this country, 49 different shots and boosters uh, by the time they're two years old. And we wonder why we have a 95,718% increase in autism since 1950. Yeah. It's increased 95,000%. And the only corollary, long, you know, long-term corollary between that increase is the vaccines that have been shoved down people's throats that supposedly were doing this in the name of healthcare, and they're literally destroying people's lives with them. Yeah. Literally destroying lives. Yeah, it's so. sad. I feel like it's become, I feel like it's become they want to own us from the cradle to the grave. Because oh, of course. the more, and uh, anybody who doubts, you just gotta ask your doctor for a vaccine insert. I've seen them in person. They look like a McCall's pattern. Like they're huge and it's like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, they go on for years. Mm -hmm. And all of these autoimmune diseases are all listed as a side yep. effect. Mm -hmm. And so now that I know all this truth, I literally watch all the drug commercials. And to me, it's like, here's a drug to fix the vaccine reaction we gave you. Here's a drug to fix the vaccine reaction we gave you. Here's a drug to fix the... Like, literally, you look at the drug commercials, and it's, yep. like, basically, like, they've created a disease to sell you a medication for Correct. for the rest of your life. That's very well put. So, how can we get involved? How can... Oh, we have a question. No, I was just going to say, I think it's also important to share, most people don't realize or aren't aware that the vaccine companies also cannot be sued. Yeah. So if if um, their liability or an adult, yeah, there's no yeah. liability there. So if a child or an adult um, does get vaccine injured or um, God forbid dies, there is no um, there's no way to hold them accountable for that. Um, I saw an interesting perspective of, you know, would you choose this car seat for your child if there was no um, liability on the manufacturer who produced that car seat? Would you choose that to purchase it for your child? Most people would say no, but most people don't realize when they okay those injections for their children that there is zero liability on that company on yep. what happens from that point forward. You as parents need to start really pushing for informed consent. You have got, it's your right. You can't sign it away. Informed consent means that you know the risks, you know the benefits, and you know if there's alternatives to yep. what, the, what the, the medical procedure is that you're being faced with making a decision on. Most people don't do that. They just blindly go in, this is the way it's done, this is how everybody does it, just kind of this herd mentality rather than you know, standing up for the livelihood of their children. So. And then one other point on that that I, I'm so glad I learned in time that friends of mine didn't learn in time is do not sign that form that opts out at the um, pediatrician because one, it has a, it applies a case number to your child yep. um, that goes into a database. For tracking. And two, if you read all the information, like you can actually just look up like YouTube videos on the consent form and they'll break it down for you word by word so you understand. And like it's super incriminating what you're signing to. Like you're basically yep. signing that you are knowingly putting your child at risk. And that's another thing we got to get past too. They have induced such a fear that our children are sickly, that they're weak. Um, I really love 
that Vax 2 mm-hmm. really shows the healthy side of kids. It's a movie that came out earlier yeah. this year, actually. Yeah. Vax 2. And um, because, like, for example, my son, he had, we were pretty 100% sure he had RSV before Christmas. And he had, had a mild ear infection, too. Thank God my doctor, he said, you can hold off on antibiotics and stuff and, and treat it yourself. I was like, thank you. I got him through that, no antibiotics, nothing, in like less than a week. And mm-hmm. we happened to have our wellness visit the next week. And the doctor was like, he's perfect. You yeah. did amazing. Yeah. Every other kid I know that gets RSV ends up in ICU. Yep. Because their poor little bodies mm-hmm. have been so They're compromised. down. They yeah. can't They're fight off something. Because RSV is just a simple flu, basically. All it is is a cold virus. Mm -hmm. But these kids, yeah, it's practically a death sentence for kids these Mm -hmm. days. It's sad. So how can viewers and people that listen to the Total Wellness Radio podcast, how how can they get involved here in Wyoming? What can we do? Uh, We've got some upcoming events, I think. Uh, We're going to start doing some things here at the clinic. Mutually yes. together to I'm kind so of spread excited. the word and education. So yeah, let's. God really sh- sent me you. <laughs> yes. Let's share that with everybody. So we are going to start having for my area. Each um, we have so far three regional leaders, and we'll be expanding as we find really good, wholehearted volunteers. Um, but I'll be starting my area. I'm basically taking the whole south end of Wyoming for now, and on our Facebook group. Um, Wyoming Health Freedom uh, Vanda will have a map up soon with all of our information so you can find your regional leader. But our meeting, our first meeting will be October 12th at 7 o'clock here at the office. Mm -hmm. Um, If you contact us, you can, um, like I said, you can contact us through Facebook. You can email me um, at k-a-t-h-r-y-n underscore k-i-j at wyomingheallfreedom.org. Um, but uh, for more information, and then that way, if you're mm-hmm. yeah, we'll post yeah. that way if in you're the not in for sure. um, yeah, that way if you're not in Cheyenne, we'll have a Zoom link because we're gonna do it um, partial since my region's so big. That way everyone can be here. And this one, this volunteer meeting, it's not the outreach. I want to get back soon to doing an outreach again to people that don't understand um the risks and everything but this is for the people that are already like 100 percent on board want to volunteer um this is for those people the one on october 12th at seven and then um you can find us again wyoming health freedom with all these on instagram facebook all social and twitter um, and then, of course, you can go and sign up for our action alerts at wyomingheallfreedom.org, too, and awesome. sign up for our emails. That's the best way because, you know, censorship's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just listened to, a, listened to a part of a podcast from a gal back in New York. She runs the uh, – it's, uh, it's a fascinating – uh, law firm. Her name is, uh, I got it right here, Good Health Lawyer Radio Hour. She's great. Her name is uh, Patric- Patricia Finn. And she is probably one, she's considered one of the leading attorneys in the country for health freedom and health uh, uh, preservation. You know, why this the thing with COVID didn't play out the way it was supposed to and 
And uh, she goes into a lot of informed consent for healthcare issues and, and also censorship in modern America is one of her topics. So um, I'm hoping to have her, I'm going to reach out to her and see if she could maybe be a part of that. Awesome. Know that we're available and plug people into her resources too. Because unfortunately, to, just to keep your kids protected these days from what's supposed to be a health care system, you have to have an attorney involved anymore just yeah. to keep them at bay from what they're trying yeah. to do to these kids. So. And it's scary. Like, we're not, we're not against people to vaccinate. We're just for the right to choose. Yeah. And it's getting scary because, like, in Colorado, they're coming in and they're starting to come in like, like men in suits. And vaccinating kids without their parents even mm-hmm. knowing. Well, here in Wyoming, isn't it that if you take your child to public school, that you're basically giving them consent? That was another state. Yeah, they're trying oh, that was another to state? do that. It was another state. I think that's yeah. Colorado. They're trying to do. Yeah. That okay. Way. But many states are taking. That's but that's their loophole of trying to mm-hmm. take. If your kids are in public school, then automatically you're just. Ma- it's like somehow you, as a parent, are consenting that they can be injected with these foreign substances. Yeah. So. and they don't. They don't um, check the file box first for to make sure that you have an exemption or anything. They just they don't pay attention. They just line the kids up and they find out afterwards, and that scares the death out of me. Yep. Um, and then I just want to hit one more thing on the perfect co- on the COVID um, mm-hmm. since you brought it up mm-hmm. because I think that's really important. People understand the truth. Look up Dr. Peter Hotez's testimony on c-span um the only way i could find it was to literally find the find the full like something like eight hour video but it's only like 20 minutes and he says it the covid vaccine is so dangerous that both dr peter hotez and paul offit who are the two biggest pro-vaccine gurus um, have both come out and said every time they tried to make one the funding got pulled um, for both RSV vaccines and Corona because what happened is the animals, when they injected it, they developed robust antibodies, but then when they um, subjected them to the virus, their bodies went into cytokine storms, mm-hmm. their lungs developed all kinds of infections, and mm-hmm. all the animals died, and mm-hmm. they are skipping animal trials. Mm-hmm. So probably for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's a seven hundred and fifty billion dollar payday for the company that gets it to the market first. Yeah. yeah. And that's the only reason it has nothing to do with people's health care. Vaccines never have had anything to do with people's health care. Even the gentleman that developed the polio vaccine said he would not do it, subject his own children to it. That's right out of the history books because it was such an unproven science. Yeah. It was really a, a concept that, in some ways, makes sense. Okay. But its application in modern pharmacology has completely been destructive. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I just wanted to hit home on that because that just worries me. Like, I already have older friends that believe so much in the medical, and they already have compromised lungs, and they are already saying, like one of them said to me just last week, I'm so excited for when they get the vaccine out, and I'm just like... It just scares me. I could, we could seriously be losing a lot of friends very soon. Mm-hmm. So, so do your own research. Yep, yep. do your research. Informed yeah. consent. Yeah. Yes. Go to the website, wyominghealthfreedom.org. Mm-hmm. Get
get signed up. There's always ways that we can sponsor. If you can sponsor by way of body, we'll be here October 12th, 7 p.m. Yeah. here at the clinic. Uh, we'll be doing, a, it's a, like a support uh, session, right? That to kind of just educate like people. This, where we yeah. just talk about what we're looking for in volunteers. And we will be doing that by Zoom, so we'll post a Zoom link on that when the time comes. And yeah. thank you so much for doing this. Definitely. I appreciate you. you. I look forward for... to doing this more in the future. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.